Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called A Life Well Lived. So, you and I are riding in a motorboat, looking straight ahead with the wind in our faces as the boat cuts swiftly through the water. Are you with me? Can you see yourself? You turn and look behind at the wake the boat is throwing, fanning out equally from both sides. The wake tells the story of how the boat has fared, how it handled choppy or even turbulent water, and how it sailed across glassy waters. Sometimes I think about that wake as being representative of my life. When I look back, what will I see? Looking up the definition, wake, a track, course, or condition left behind something that has passed. What will I leave behind me when I come to the end of my boat ride? Most importantly, I know that I want mine to be a life well lived. Caleb serves as one great role model for living life to the full. Most notably, Caleb did not just have faith in God, he believed him and he trusted him. I, Caleb, did not just say he had faith in God without that faith translating into action. Key, he remembered God's faithfulness over his lifetime, crediting God's provision to his understanding of a God who is not just great and mighty, but oh, so good. So, at 40 years of age, Caleb crossed from the desert to the promised land because he had believed God, trusted his promise, and acted on it. You can read the story in Numbers chapter 13. There's another reason Caleb is my new role model. Besides being faithful, reliable, tenacious, all in, gutsy, and in for the long haul, he was resilient. The character traits that he exhibited at 40 years of age still defined Caleb at 85 years of age. He said, here I am today, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now as I was then. And that from Joshua chapter 14. Caleb holds God to his promise about giving him the land of Hebron. Give me this mountain, he cries out, ready to fight, though he is 85 years old. Well, he does. Fight, that is, and he prevails. And that out of Joshua chapter 15. Titus was resilient as well. He did not just start well in ministry alongside Paul. He finished well, too. Resilience, staying the course, coming back after failure or mishap, and running strong, remaining steadfast. It matters a lot, especially for we who are following Jesus. Developing resilience is demanding, mostly done in secret, often humbling, not always fun, but absolutely vital. Moses got that. Paul got it too, outlining this, run in such a way to win the prize. Now, everyone who competes goes into strict training. However, they do it to receive a crown that will fade away, but we, a crown that will never fade away. Therefore, I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the air. Instead, 
I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. Again, that was Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Paul was familiar with the Olympian and Isthmian games. I believe he held athletes and their discipline in high regard. And he considered himself, well, like a spiritual athlete. Spiritual athlete. I like that a lot. Relentless, disciplined, especially in private, willing to count the cost, sometimes falling but always getting back up, keeping my eye on the gold, checking my progress, you know, looking back at my boat wake, and never giving up. Oh, and one more thing, realizing that God can use the second half of my life to be far more influential than the first half if I am living for Him. Yeah, sign me up. T.S. Eliot said, Old men ought to be explorers. <laughs> Old women, too. Picture yourself at 85. Want to be a spectator? Or worse, one who criticizes and laments and is full of regrets? Not me. I want to still be taking the mountain like Caleb. It involves knowing where I'm going, who I am living for, managing time, energy, and physical strength, disciplining and training myself spiritually and never giving up. If you want to identify me, ask me not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me what I think I am living for in detail and ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully the thing I want to live for. Between these two answers, you can determine the identity of any person. The better answer he has, the more of a person he is. Wow! What a statement by Thomas Merton. Caleb set the example. You and I can take his lead and wholly trust God. Go all in and for the long haul. God empowered me to make that choice. And I have. Will you join me? If you'd like to read this or print it out, um, hopefully look up the references that I quoted. You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title of this one is A Life Well Lived. But can I ask you something? What keeps you from going all in? What keeps you from having and living the life you want to have?